Thank you, Father, for giving us seasonal message. We want to hear your words, Lord. We believe all your words are spirit of life, nothing but the truth, Lord. Through your words today, we want to purify our heart, Lord, not to be polluted by the worldly things, Lord. Anoint all of us by the Holy Spirit so that we may understand your words, Lord. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, amen. I'm going to read the book of Psalms, chapter 13, the prayer of King David. How long wilt thou forget forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long shall mine enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord, my God. Lighten mine eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest mine enemies say, I have prevailed against him. And those that troubles me rejoice when I am moved. But I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I will sing unto the Lord because... He hath dealt bountifully with me. Amen. Okay, let's go to First Peter chapter 1, verse 1 through 9. All right, let me read it for you. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontius, Galatin, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit and obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Whom having not seen, 
you love, in whom thou, although now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Amen. Amen. The Apostle Peter testifies that God knows the hearts of all men that are born in the world, including you, including us. If they will obey the gospel upon hearing, he testifies that the blood of Christ sprinkled unto the heart when they hear the gospel and obey through the manifestation of the Spirit and power to be saved of their souls. Through the same Spirit, Apostle Paul also gave the same testimony in the Holy Spirit. He said, For whom he did foreknow. Yeah, God foreknew you, right? He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them be also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. What means glorified? He put all of us in the body of Christ. That is called the kingdom of God. He also testifies saying about the blood of bulls and gods. For if the blood of bulls of gods and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies to the purifying of their flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, that is the blood of God, who through eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from that walks to serve the living God. That's right. Through the foreknowledge of God that they became the children of God by faith are not dwelling in the world, no more dwelling, but sojourning travelers from now on. Kind of pilgrim, you know, towards a heavenly home. Therefore, they are protected by the power of God living in the world. God keeps for the Christians the incorruptible, unclean, undefiled inheritance in heaven and gives each one the face to see the heavenly inheritance and looking at the world anymore. Therefore, for those Christians who, who observed the heirs of heaven by faith 
Apostle Paul said that Christians should not give up their holy, uh, give up their body to sin anymore, and give to God as an instrument of righteousness. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I said, in Christ, you know, God keeps the Christians the incorruptible and clean. I did say unclean, you know, sorry about that. Clean and undefined in that sense, okay? Apostle Paul just saying to testify about, you know, our conversation, you know, living in the world. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God. I repeat, okay, which is your reasonable service. That means what? Sunday service is kind of a ritual one, but real reasonable service, you know, after we do a ritual one in the church, then uh, a living in the world, we have to we have to present our body. Okay. The God knows not only those who shall receive salvation, obeying the gospel, but also them that will receive inheritance in heaven. In other words, God know in advance the amount of faith each person will receive. He also testified through the trial of faith that they shall be praised, honored, and glorified as Christ appears in the day when he will be revealed much more precious than gold, which is tried by fire. He testified that it is the the region of great rejoice or the sorrow of grievance because of many kinds of temptations living in the world. In other words, the great, greater trial of Christians they receive, the greater is their faith to grow. Not only that, but also greater inheritance in heaven. We can see that this through the examples of the people of old times. Yeah, they are examples, you know, for all of us. And a long time ago, you know, God planned to judge the world, whole world, with a flood. After 120 years, he foreknew, foreknew, he had foreknown nor the man to be used for his plan 
and called him. Noah was a man of faith who built the great ark for 120 years. You know, the length of the ark was 150 meters. You know that? Yeah, he built the great ark for 120 years. God foreknew he could do that according to the place of God. God knew nor in advance as a vessel to become the second ancestor after Adam. We cannot imagine what kind of persecution he received from people for 120 years, as well as the trials and sorrows he had experienced. But he was able to receive the whole world, whole earth as his inheritance through the trials of great faith. The writer of the book of Hebrew must be Pastor Paul testified about him. By faith nor being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saying of his house by the which he um, condemned the world and became the heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Your God planned to send the Messiah who would come to appear in the world in the form of man and save the whole world in the future he called Abraham he foreknown Abraham beforehand to see who would be used in his plan he passed the trials of faith he had received for 25 years until he gave birth to Isaac and finally, he was able to beget Isaac at the age of 100, 100. As he passed the trials of faith, Apostle Paul testified that his faith was not weakened at all to the end. 25 years. He just testified saying like that, Who against hope believed in hope? that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah, his wife, Sarah's womb. He staggered not, at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Yes, you know, the faith is just from God, not from man, you know. The faith from God never staggered. 
stronger and stronger, right? You know, that's the power of faith, you know, given by God. Yeah, God also told Joseph, you know, Joseph, right, in advance, God for, God had foreknown him also how he was going to face faithful God's will in the future and uh, gave him faith. The Bible also testifies that God gave him great trials, sorrows, discipline to accomplish his will through Joseph. The Bible testifies about him in the book of Psalms. He sent a man before them. That means, you know, people of uh, Israel. Even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, actually a slave, whose feet, their heart with the fetters, he was laid in iron until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. Also, he was a man of God. He received, you know, faith from God. That's right. We can see through the Bible about the trials of faith and rewards that they have received. And many of God's servants who have gone ahead of us compared to the great servants, the trial of faith we receive are not compatible, but we also have faith and hope through God's foreknown, for not for for knowledge of each of us. Whenever we are subjected in trials of faith through temptation, we are bound to be sad and heartbreaking. But if there is one sure thing. The greater our trials, the more glorious praise and honors we receive in the future when Jesus comes to take us home. Yeah, Apostle Peter exalted the uh, saints suffering in Rome at the time of you know Emperor. Nero, to think wisely according to the amount of faith. Finally, we must deeply engrave in our heart the words which are given to us through Apostle Peter. Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be, it be tried by fire, with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Yeah, what is trial of faith? The more we receive in our trial, in our faith, our faith is going to be stronger and purer, you know, yeah. So that 
The more times pass by, the more hope, the more faith, expecting the reverse of God, that is the blessing of trials received. That's the reason why whenever we are passing by, you know, kind of many kinds of trials, you know, that is not really good one in our heart, but, you know, actually um, expecting the reward of God, the power of God, you know, that's the reason we have to greatly rejoice. Rejoice. But worldly people, you know, in the world, they cannot do that. We are not dwelling in the world since we are born of the Holy Spirit. Now we are sojourning in the world, you know. We're traveling a stranger, okay? Day by day, you know, walk and run toward the kingdom of God in heaven, expecting a reward in God. That's why, you know, the more trials, the more rejoice, you know. But devil is deceive us whenever we are in trouble. In our trials, devil, you know, devil always you know, try to take away our faith in God. Don't be deceived, you know. Devil is liar. All right? We have trust in the Lord, His mercy. You know, looking at the examples, you know, many, many kinds of servants of God. I only took example, you know, Nor and Abraham, Joseph, but many of them in the Bible. Yeah. We have to follow them, okay? Encouraged by them. I bless all of you to understand why you gotta be rejoice, you know, in trial through many temptation from God. I bless all of you in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.